Welcome to I Love Palm Beach. We talk about everything Palm Beach County, Florida has to offer and why you should make it your home. We are a team of real estate professionals who love where we live, and we want to show you why you will love Palm Beach too. You'll learn about our hobbies and our lifestyle stories for fun and amazing things to do. Follow in our search for stories to find the best of. Whether it's a specific food or service, Palm Beach has it all and does it bigger and better. Or follow our local hero stories to discover the amazing people who call Palm Beach home. And now, here's your host, Rebecca Giacoba. Hi everybody, I'm here with Ed Katz today with Catnip Marketing. And Ed has been in Palm Beach County for quite a while. And he has a very interesting marketing strategy. He's one of our local business leaders here in Palm Beach County. So Ed, first of all, tell us how you ended up here. I always like to hear people's stories. Well, uh, that I really owe to my wife. Um, mm -hmm. Her, her dad was down in, uh, in this area, Boynton Beach and then West Palm, and her sister was in Palm Beach Gardens with a, a very nice house and we, uh, her family, and we had uh, many visits here with our kids as they were growing up and really liked the area. And uh, we were up in the Northeast in, in Fairfield County, Connecticut, uh, not happy with the way things were going with the state of Connecticut and uh, also hating the cold weather more and more every year. Absolutely. Decided, yeah, and we decided that once uh, our daughter uh, graduated from high school, we were in a, a town that had one of the two, um, what do they call it, uh, blue ribbon high schools in the state. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to let her get through uh, high school and then we put the house on the market and then we came down. That was uh, only about a year and a half ago. So we're relatively- Oh, so you're, you're pretty new, but you've been coming to the area for Correct. a long time. Yeah, yeah, for um, probably uh, about almost 20 years. And then even before that, when I was young, my grandparents were in the Fort Lauderdale area. Okay. I had a similar story. My parents were in Boca, and I've been coming down for, I don't know, many, many, many years, and you just learn to fall in love with it. But I find the most common thing people say, and I'm sure you're going to say this, I wish I would have done it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. yeah. Especially in the winters, because the winters are so great here, and they were so horrible up north, so yeah. Yeah, I think my last year in Maryland, I came from Maryland, we had three snowstorms back to back. I couldn't move my car for two weeks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing this. I just woke up one day and said, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's no, I, I, I totally get it. And you know, I went to college at Syracuse and we had an incredible. Oh, brutal, brutal. It was uh, four years, but uh, I loved the school, just hated the weather. So I think when you and I chatted before, you were a little bit more in a corporate world and then decided you wanted to break out on your own. You tell me. Uh, well, it, uh, yeah, I guess corporate. It was uh, Washington Post uh, and Newsweek mm -hmm. uh, owned television station. I had been inside uh, cable, TV, and radio for uh, close to a decade and uh, decided to go off on my own with a business partner. We formed, a, uh, it, it, we called it an ad agency, but initially it was a media buying service. We started adding uh, creative design uh, people and public relations people, winning accounts, winning awards, um, and growing the business. 
uh, into one of uh, Connecticut's top 10 ad agencies. Uh, at which point I got uh, our largest client, which was the Connecticut Lottery, to renew, and I sold my half of the business. And uh, okay. I was commuting 65 miles each way pretty much every day. Wow. Uh, so uh, it, was, it was a good time to go after getting our largest client to renew. And um, I went out on my own with uh, Catnip Marketing and been doing that. We just hit 12-year anniversary uh, just a couple of days ago. Oh, well, congratulations. That's wonderful. Thank you. So I established that in Fairfield County. And then when we moved here, I filed the paperwork with the uh, Secretary of the State's office and moved the business here. Great. So how's it going down here with the marketing? Um, I know um, our is thriving here. So yeah, everything was going great. I mean, the coronavirus was somewhat of a setback because some of my mm -hmm. clients are in the, uh, the um, theatrical um, division and uh, uh, you know, the live theater. So mm -hmm. all those have obviously been canceled. Um, so that's been put on hold or pushed back. I have a couple of annual event clients that I've been doing marketing for, for in one case, five years, in another case, eight years. And one of them that was supposed to be the end of April, that's been moved till indefinitely, but hopefully in the fall. And the other one is a, a restaurant week for a, a town I've been doing their marketing for eight years, ever since they started it. It's been a great hit and success and fun. And uh, that's supposed to be in October and we'll see, maybe they'll be able to do it, hopefully. But yeah. uh, other than the, the, um, the live theater uh, clients and the annual event con uh, clients, pretty much all the others are, are doing some form of advertising and marketing still. Uh, some have cut back. I have a client, it's an auto dealer, luxury car, with a couple locations and, and they've cut back because they can't get cars. The factories in Germany are closed. Mm -hmm. So that's a challenge obviously, but um, they're hoping to get through it. They're doing a skeleton staff now and we're, we're working on plans for June. So uh, hopefully that'll happen. But other than that, um, many clients are still busy and, and today uh, is, is a terrific time for any clients who are open because the television, as you and I had talked about previously, the television mm -hmm. viewership, um, for all local news, especially during the day, is way up over what it usually is. But so many clients uh, and, and uh, auto dealers especially represent about 40% of uh, most local TV stations revenue. They're so down that they have plenty of openings and they're giving great deals. So some clients I've been working with have been able to take advantage of that. And that's great yeah. I love for clients, getting them added eyeballs for uh, less money is phenomenal. It's kind of a catch-22 where I feel like everybody should be upping their marketing. We right. just don't have the budgets to do it. So right. Right. You know, sure. we've been putting all our dollars into internet online marketing because it's cheap and we can get a lot of people to see it and we're getting a lot of attention. But I would love to take advantage of some of those opportunities. Um, but right. probably by the time I'm ready, the rates will be up and it won't be in the budget. So. <laughs> Well, are you seeing uh, home sales negatively impacted or are people still perceiving? Well, things are slower. They absolutely are slower. Serious buyers are out there making offers. Um, we're still listing and selling properties. We had four closings on Friday, you know? Wow. So, you know, we're doing business. It's not what it could be, but we're getting through it. Um, it's a great time for people to list right now if they've been thinking about listing because there's less competition. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. complicated. So yep. tell us some interesting stories. I know there's some fun in the marketing world. I know you can't say names, but. Um, 
Sure. Uh, hmm. Let's see. What would be one? Well, uh, well, it's like, what can I tell that I can, you know, that I can actually be out there for the public to hear? Uh, I know. Well, <laughs> okay. One, one is a fun one. A local author. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a public relations story. Uh, her name's Susan Goldfine. Terrific mm -hmm. lady. Uh, got introduced to her from an attorney who actually, I, I've gotten several clients from attorneys. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, she had a, a book that she self-published, won a couple of awards for humor, and she wanted to do another one, but didn't want to self-publish it. So she wanted me to work public relations to help get her uh, a publisher. So um, I said to her, Susan, you know, I looked at your social media following and you've got 123 followers on Facebook. And she goes, <laughs> Oh, she goes, I don't, I hate using that. I'm like, okay, but any publisher, the first place they're going to look is to see what your following is. And she lets out a swear word and sighs. And right. I said, we can help you fix that. So it's, it's taken some time, but we built her Facebook uh, following up to 5,400 now, 5,400. Wow, that's amazing. And, it's great. Yeah. So, uh, um, and she, she doesn't totally hate it anymore. We've been able to... <laughs> make it uh, in, in a way that uh, is much more palatable for her to deal with. And, uh, and she does like interacting with her fans. She likes seeing some things that have happened and, and try to make it fun for her and the, uh, the people who are the followers. Because she's a humorous writer, so we try making humor. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, she was going to do a book signing here. When, when she did get her second book, she did get a publishing deal mm -hmm. uh, with a, a, an independent publisher who uh, it has been terrific. Entered her for all these awards, and, and she won several awards. So we did a press release. I did a press release for her, uh, and the Palm Beach Post wanted to do a story on her because she's an older woman. Um, in her, she was in her mid seventies when she started uh, this second career writing. So um, uh, once she won two awards in a row, I said, "This is it. This is a great time to do a press release," and we did that. And uh, the Palm Beach Post did an interview with her. And uh, when the story came out online, we started promoting a, a book signing. Then when the story came out in the actual newspaper, um, promoting the book signing, that was big because we repurposed it all over social media. We, we did both of them. Uh, the online version in the Palm Beach Post and then the, uh, um, the actual print. So um, when we had the, the book signing, it was, the, it was at the Palm Beach bookstore. So it's I Love Palm Beach. It's a perfect mm -hmm. fit for your podcast <clears throat> and uh the bookstore closes at five o'clock and the event started at 5 30. it was on a weeknight and it was pouring rain we had a line out the door wow the i've so actually interviewed susan on the podcast already oh and, right sure yeah. yeah yeah and we've been talking about doing a live event with her mm. uh, be another book signing for her once things open up a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, that would be great. Be yeah, really she had fun. fun. Mm -hmm. I, I, she actually enjoyed it. And, and her book is called How to Complain When There's Nothing to Complain About. And, and uh, she really didn't have anything to complain about after that well, event. Well, it's so perfect right now with everybody with uh, being quarantined and everything else. I think we're all a little punchy and out of ourselves a little bit. But People are ready to get out and do things whenever possible, right? I'm glad to see Florida starting to open up, so that's good. Yeah, it was so great to get out on the water yesterday and just get outside and, you know, do something other than just taking a walk, you know? Sure, sure. So you've been involved with a lot of, um, you know, people in theater. Mm -hmm. 
Do you have anything to share about that and how interesting that's been? Sure. Um, you can talk uh, about. Right. Uh, I, I was, uh, I'm still trying to develop a, a, a rock musical with a band that's uh, uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that's, we've had some ups and downs with that, but the band members have been great and very cooperative. And mm -hmm. it's just a question at a, how the logistics could work out that everyone would be happy with, including their management. But um, along the way of uh, working on that, I got introduced to um, a theater producer who, um, who was gonna help me with it. And as we started talking and getting to know each other better, he says, Ed, this, this goes back several years. He said, um, I just optioned the rights to produce this play and I want you to read the script. He says, I know you like musicals. This really isn't a musical. It's got some music, but it's not a musical but take a look, read it and see what you think. So I read it and I was blown away because I'd been reading a lot of scripts and I, I read the script and it was phenomenal, just phenomenal. And I said to my wife, you've got to read this script. And she says, mm -hmm. Ed, she says, incredible. You have to, you have to get involved. <clears throat> so I called up uh, the producer and I said, Michael, this is just phenomenal. Uh, I want to help. What can I do? And he goes, raise some money. So okay. I did. The play is the King's speech. Okay. And it's the same writer who wrote the movie. He wrote the All play right. first. And I read the script before the movie ever came out. Actually, okay. just before the movie came out. And uh, it got optioned to be a movie first. So after that, all that died down, we worked on getting the play going. And uh, the play toured England, had a very successful and very critically well-received um, tour. Um, and uh, it was in London briefly and the plan was to have it tour America and actually Canada as well. And we were all set. It, it opened earlier this year in Chicago, had a rent ran for about four or five weeks there, got very good reviews again, and then went to Washington DC for a week and then was supposed to go to Hartford for a month. And that's when the pandemic hit. And oh, there were no. several other dates booked, uh, Toronto, Phoenix, uh, I can't think if Atlanta was one or not, but, but several other cities were booked and then it was supposed to go to Broadway and Right now, everything's on hold, but it's a, it's a terrific story. I even think the play is better than the movie because it's, it's more funny, it's more, um, more personal as you really get to know the characters of Logue um, and the King. Logue is the speech therapist, if you're not familiar with it. Um, well, I'm going to have to watch that. that again while we've got some time and then follow yeah. on. It, it, was, it was a really, really good movie, not to take anything away from the movie. I mean, what right. the Oscar is Best Picture. But, but the play is, is just phenomenal. And I was so excited for people at least to start to get to see it before everything got cut short by the uh, pandemic. But, uh, well, I'd, but love if, I'd love if we could follow along with that story and maybe bring you back as things progress with that. I think that's really- I'd, I'd be happy to because I, I wanted to get it down here. Um, oh, that would be amazing. We could bring a group. That would be really fun. It, it would be terrific, but they've, uh, they had the, the tour already booked and now it's all up in the air. We'll have to see how we can do a restart. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on today. I know we had some scheduling issues. <laughs> but, um, we got it straight. <laughs> and, yes. Uh, look forward to seeing you again soon. And Thank you for listening to this week's show, and we hope you visit again next week. Please share with your friends, and we look forward to showing you around our amazing city soon. Visit GiaRealty.com. That's G-I-A-R-E-A-L-T-Y team.com. Or you can call us at 561-203-4661.